The following episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show was recorded before the SAG after strike began. Our guest is in full support of the strike and stands in solidarity with the efforts of fellow SAG after actors in their fight for fair wages and protections. Hey, I'm Carly Shiraki. I'm one of the hosts of Sunny Side Up on Sprout, and you're listening to a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. It's Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Roll it! Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, the podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Since July of 2021, Jake and his friends have interviewed professionals in the worlds of acting, directing, writing, puppeteering, and many more. Who will they be chatting with in this week's interview? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. Happy to hear with us today. I'm your host, Jake Duffenbaugh. We meet you as always. Our co-host, Chris McSpee and Matt Bingo. How you guys doing? We're good. Good. Hello, everybody. How you doing? That's great to hear. I'm, I'm doing great as always. Thank you for asking. Chris, what do we have for today? Our guest for today, very excited. She is an actor and writer. A lot of you may know her as uh, one of the co-hosts of the Sunny Side Up show for several years. Um, she was also on the Chica show, a whole bunch of other things and some acting projects outside of that, which we'll get into. And here she is, uh, Kelly Vrooman. Kelly, happy to have you here. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Yes, happy to have yes. you here. Happy to be here, yes. Happy to be here, yes. So to start this off, could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? <laughs> yeah, sure, of course. Um so yeah, like you mentioned, uh, a lot of your audience would, would probably know me from the Sunny Side Up show where I hosted along with a chicken pocket puppet named Chica. Um, and I actually did that for almost seven years. It was just under seven years, which is so crazy. And somebody recently was like, do you realize that like the age now of the people who used to watch you on that, they're like a they're like adults. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> uh okay (laughs) yeah it felt super weird especially now that I have I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old of my own and it's just it's it's like wild to think that like those are the kids I was talking to (laughs) that now like you know are driving Mm -hmm. drinking not hopefully not at the same time um (laughs) 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 not drinking and driving um yeah so then I now, um, I act and I do, um, a lot of improv here in LA, a lot of improv comedy and my comedic side has led to most of what my other work is in acting as well as writing for commercials. And now I've been directing commercials and, uh, directing some animation and stuff like that, as well as continuing to write my own stuff and, um, make some fun content for online. Nice. It feels it feels weird for us being grown up now as viewers. I know. <laughs> it really feels strange for us too. So, <laughs> I just know. Being grown up in general. Are you just? Is this? Is this just like a? Uh, yeah. You you feel weird talking to all the people you get to talk to on this podcast, or you just feel weird being adults? Feels I mean, weird being adults. I mean, honestly. feels I mean, weird being adults because I'm 50. I'm 22 and I was like six, I think, when the Sunny Side Up show like first came around. So, oh god, yeah. Now, and I was born 2004. Yeah, so, right. 23. Yeah, and yeah. Now I'm ni- 19. So, mm-hmm. right. Oh yep. yeah, 19, you little yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> see, Jakey, Angelica isn't the only one who called you a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Uh, oh, my. So yeah. be, before, before becoming an actor, how did you grow up and what was your childhood like? Um, I grew up in Ohio. I grew up in a rural uh, area. Like, um, I saw Amish people driving their buggies quite often. Um, yeah, grew up. My grandpa had horses, getting to ride some horses and play. I mean, outside play was like a huge part of my development for sure. And I just, I could spend all day outside all the time now in my life. I love it. But um, mostly like, um, yeah, my family was really funny. Just lots of laughter, lots of joking. People, when they meet me, they're often like, oh my gosh, I bet, I bet you're you know, the funniest one in your family. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, my brothers are way funnier than me. I mean, I at least think so. I have three brothers. Um, but uh, yeah, my youngest brother is is just turned 25. And um, I think he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah. Uh -huh. Aww. So how do you get? But I'm, I'm definitely the most attractive one in my family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get into acting? I just in school. I you know I went to a small, tiny little school, um, and I think they were like desperate to have anybody that would be willing to get up to do like the school you know plays and stuff and so my first mm -hmm. one was in kindergarten and then I got into I went it was a small private school so we had a thing that we paired up with other schools uh, and did what we called speech meets which basically is kind of like oh performing poetry or um uh yeah whatever like against other kids at other schools so it's kind of like debate but you're not debating anything you're just performing your poem and I started doing that and I was painfully shy as a kid until I started oh. doing that in early elementary school and that just like forced me out of my comfort zone to get up there and to have to perform I I still I mean every time I perform there's a like panic adrenaline thing going on um but I I think now I've just gotten used to that feeling of panic and performance anxiety but um I, I also think maybe I've come to love it a little bit that that like adrenaline rush of what's gonna happen I could totally fail right now and and the void that like fear has definitely gotten quieter over the years for sure but anyway right. yeah so then I just got into that and just kind of one job led to the next job led to the next job and led to <laughs> learning how to do improv and then improv kind of became my door into like the more successful stuff that I've gotten to do because just thinking on my feet and like whatever happens, I can just roll with it. In fact, when I auditioned for the Sunny Side Up show, um, I was wearing this belt that I had gotten at a thrift store because it was colorful and I thought I should dress up in a colorful way because kids shows, people are colorful, I guess. Right, yeah. So I'm like wearing <laughs> this belt and it fell off. It like broke in the middle of the audition. And, <laughs> and I just went, I just like rolled with it. I just like cracked a joke about it, and then oh my god! <laughs> going. And I kid you not, they said that that re the reason I reacted the way I did because the Sunny Step show was live. But the reason I reacted, or the I because I reacted so um po like positively and on my feet is why I got the role because they were like, yeah, if anything goes wrong, she's gonna be able to roll with it. <laughs> yeah, and that was awesome. Definitely, Absolutely. pretty much. Pretty much. So I'm curious, who were some of your biggest acting inspirations? 
Um, I grew up watching a lot of um, like old, old, we didn't have cable. And so watching a bunch of like old, old TV stuff, like I'm talking like Lucille Ball and um, Carol Burnett. And like, I think, you know, any, any comedian, like any woman in comedy, you, I guess usually in generations older than me, but I think most of us would cite those two people because they were kind of like the only women in comedy at the time. I mean, that's not true. There were definitely more, but they were just some of the most successful ones. Um, and uh, somebody that was a huge influence to me was Goldie Hawn. Um, I don't know if you know who that is, but Goldie Hawn did, was like, beautiful but super silly in her comedy I guess same with Lucille Ball so there's like as a young girl you're like I want to be pretty but then also they they didn't always have to be pretty like they could look ridiculous and make total fun of themselves and I just really latched onto that I love uh making fun of myself and and looking ridiculous like I would much rather when people like pose for a, you know, a picture, like, you know, like uh, everyone say cheese. I always want to be like, Lah, like more, you know, like <laughs> make a stupid face or like do something dumb rather than be like, mm, mm, you know, they're like pose. <laughs> I just can't. This is great for a podcast. I love doing a lot of physical nonverbal stuff for a podcast, just to really <laughs> alienate the audience. <laughs> uh, and you're gonna keep on doing that yeah. <laughs> yay <laughs> yes oh jeez <laughs> oh, I forget what the question was did I answer it yeah 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 <laughs> yeah uh-huh okay, yes yes no worries you did <laughs> so so similarly with widening however how did that come into play for you that's a really great great question Jake um from for me um it kind of started as a like way into performance. It was like, okay, well, if I, I don't want to always wait for someone else to give me something I can act, I can write some of my own stuff to act. And I started writing some sketch comedy and I got into a local sketch uh, team in Los Angeles and started performing with them and writing more and more sketches. And then I was doing, I was acting in a commercial and the CEO of the company was there on set. We got to chatting and he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for some more um, female writers. Do you write? And I was like, yeah. So I sent him some of my sketch comedy and they brought me in to write one commercial and then another commercial and then another commercial. And uh, that's kind of how I got into that. And then wrote some of my own spec or scripts uh, like for like, um, you know, a sitcom, like a, 22 minute sitcom and then was able to pass that on to some other people who were looking for more like scripted non-commercial stuff and yeah it kind of was just like making sure I had good samples of stuff and then if I didn't have a sample someone was looking for I would try to write one <laughs> uh, so that I would have it <laughs> next time someone asked for it you always got to have it like right away when someone asks for for something um like hey do you have blank to show me like they need it right then and there. You can't be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I guess you could a month later be like, hey, I did that thing, but then they're not as excited about you anymore. So, right. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of built up, built up my, uh, my resume that way. <laughs> so, so in terms of the Sunday setup show, I know you kind of touched up on it um, a bit already, but what was like the audition overall audition process like for that? 
it, it was kind of wild. They looked all over the country, like really reached out a lot of places. I was based in Philly at the time and it was filming in Philly. So they loved being able to find a local person because then they didn't have to pay to like relocate me. Mm. Um, but it, yeah, I went, I had to, I had to do a, um, uh, I had to tell a kid's story. Um, I had to then sing a song like the It's a Bitsy Spider or something and read a birthday card. Like it was, you know. Oh, like yeah, a, right. Yeah, yes. yeah. That was like a yes. main thing from the show where we would read birthday cards. So I had to read a birthday card that they gave me to read. Mm -hmm. And the uh, the casting director knew me from all of my commercial auditions I had done with her. And she just pulled me aside and was like, Kelly, you are perfect for this. Everybody is going in there and talking to the camera because we had to talk to the camera like it was the kid at home so talking to the camera like the camera is a baby don't talk to it talk to it like it's a friend not like it's a little baby and so she kind of because she gave me that little insider info yeah. right before i went into the room i was able to to knock it out of the park there you go that's awesome man yeah and funny enough before the sunny sob even you know started it was originally you know, when you said a birthday card, and it was what you called you know, the birthday show. That's Kevin. right. Yeah, that's Kevin. right. Yes. Uh, that's Kevin with Kevin, guys. I was able to just cast Kevin in a animated series that I'm working on as to oh, play nice. wow, with friends. Awesome. Oh yeah, wow. I was in Hawaii for a writing job, and wow. uh, I only had like an hour in wherever part of whichever part of Hawaii he lives in, and we were like, can we? It's just so fun. Like, yeah, we we, we <laughs> both kind of came of age together. And it, uh, still a good friend of mine. Oh, that, that's wonderful. Oh, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Absolutely. Amazing. So during your time at Sunnyside Up, what was it like working with the other co-hosts and the puppeteers on the show? <clears throat> um, It was, we all, we kind of rotated. So... Mm -hmm hosts would work with different puppeteers at different times so we all got to work with the different puppeteers i always enjoyed finding ways to incorporate other hosts um or more puppeteers if we were creating other puppet characters to pop up for a reason it was really collaborative um we would share ideas we would watch each other we would um if there was a theme that was repeating because the show would do like every year we would do like a things that go theme or a like summer theme um, of course, we always had the holidays and things like that. And so we would watch what the others had done previously and um, re always try. It was also very competitive. We always tried to outdo each other because we all had the same <laughs> job. And so yeah. I was like, I want to be the best at my job. And you that was great what you just did. And now I need to do something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I could do I, I should have done that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly oh and then when somebody yeah. would write a really fun song and then oh and you're like man I want to sing that song okay I'm going to sing that song next time because now it belongs to the show <laughs> but I, I, always, I always felt like I needed to ask like hey do you mind if I um do that activity you did um <laughs> And then I'm also going to try to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I was like super proud of that uh, like other people would do, but I definitely know that I was like, it had, was my baby was the um, drawing with Chica where it was based on the theme, but like Chica would um, 
come up with something for me to draw. And of course it was all pre-planned, but it would be like a sailboat. And she would be like, now draw a line straight down. And then I would guess wrong. So I'd be like, oh, a line, is this a pencil? And then I would finish drawing a pencil. And she'd be like, no, 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 it's not a pencil. So I'd have to erase part of it. And then she'd be like, draw, now draw a line here. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. And this is, and I would keep guessing wrong. And like the fun was me guessing wrong. And then by the end, it was so obvious it was a sailboat. And I'm still guessing wrong, you know, but that was something that like, <laughs> I was like, other people would also do. And every time I'd watch, I'd be like, that's right. I came up with that. You're welcome world. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while we're talking about Sunny Setup Show in the past, we interviewed a uh, Carly Sharaki. And, 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 and Kaylin Becker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carly and I had some overlap. Caitlin, um, I helped to train before she, because I was leaving the show when Caitlin was coming in. And yeah, she uh, got mentoring, just, yeah. just both such great humans. Oh, yes. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. At one point, I because I was living, again, we were shooting in Philly at the time, and um, I had a commercial audition I needed to go to, but I had just sold my car because I was like, you know what? I was training for a marathon and I was biking everywhere. So I was like, I don't even want a car. I'm getting rid of my car. And then I got a commercial audition, like that I had to drive to that was far away. So Carly, oh. her car. <laughs> uh, uh. People, hosts looking out for hosts. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. Do you have any like favorite segments you did on a Sunny Sub show? Yeah. I mean, I think any of the drawing with Chica's that I did, um, I always, because when you do something for so long for me I got to the point where I was kind of like I don't know a little bit bored and I would challenge myself to do something new or to do like an accent and play a character as this thing or to try to write other you know other songs or things that like were outside of my uh, wheelhouse I the first thing I ever directed was a segment for the Sunny Side Up show. Oh my gosh, it was with a band, but I don't remember the name of the band. Oh, geez. Oh, this is going to be a boring conversation if I can't remember any details. Do, do, do you remember like what they're like? Was it like a... It, it was a guy that had like big fuzzy gray hair. Oh, uh, oh my did, gosh, Dan Zanes. Dan Zanes, was it? Uh, yes. I, yes. He's Because he's actually a previous guest previous as well. Previous guest yes. of ours. It was a music video with Dan Zanes. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. right. I remember that. Yeah. So that yes. was that was super fun. I also one of my favorite things I did because it was just like I was like starstruck and like confused. Like, how is this my life? Um, I got to do a segment with the Wiggles early on. Like yes. oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. we did like know, a yeah. huge like welcome the Wiggles part live party. And it was in front of this like beautiful painting on the mural painting of like the landscape of the Sunny Setup sh- farm. And it was just beautiful and fun trivia fact. Sean, the other one of the other hosts oh, yeah, at yeah. the time, and I painted that mural. He he's oh, really? an incredibly wow. talented painter. He designed oh, yeah. it, he like organized it all. And I paint too. Um, and he brought me in to be the other painter on it. But yeah, but that was super fun because I was just like. The, I mean, the Wiggles, when they were in their absolute prime, were like Elvis. I mean, they were literally the yeah. biggest 
They but yeah, because in the Zoom Rock, it's more than the Beatles, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, I know. It's kind of like the children's version of the Beatles, so, which were, doesn't yeah. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Jake, that's exactly right. Yeah, so it, so it was wild. I think that just because it was fun and it was like super early on too. So I was just like, what is happening? But then the as far as like the like Sunny Setup, then the Chica show, you guys are all too old for the Chica show, but um, that was that was absolutely so much fun to do. Like, oh yeah, because it was it was on a, a multicam set. Like, it felt like we were shooting a sitcom. I mean, essentially, we were. It was yeah, just I can see that. Kids. Um, and then I've been able to like you know be on some Nickelodeon sets and stuff since then. And it, it that's it that's the ty- that's the format that I just could eat up and do all day long and die happy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is, that is awesome. Like, um, yeah, you know, Dan's, Dan's, yeah, we, we actually also previously interviewed um with, with, with Claudia Zanes. Yes. Yeah, Dan so, and his wife. Yeah, because I, I grew up listening to his music because his music used to be on Disney for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 for, and for Nick, for Nick, for Nick, Nick Jr., Jr., yeah. Well. Nick Jr., yeah. yeah. And the Wiggles, of course, That's I mean, they're cool. definitely a huge part of my life as well. Same, I've gone to see them live several times. three of us. Yeah. yeah. And live, seeing them live, like they were so good. And I'm just saying were because I don't I don't know the new generation. I'm not familiar with that, but like right, the right. I mean the 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 OG four, yeah. they were so active, they were all over the place, jumping around, like I mean, it was like I know a show. I know, and one of and I remember uh the when Denisha was mm-hmm. on was actually on a Wiggles video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I thought was kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, which I know Denisha, I know Denisha was with Wiggles on the sunny side of doing a frog yep. around when walking. Yeah, Red was still back as yeah. Wiggle mm-hmm. to point, which that was very cool. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I know yeah. you guys also had a uh, Michelle Obama on, didn't you? On we went show. to yes. Oh man, I wish I could have been a part of that. That would have been so freaking cool. Um, yeah, they went to the White House. They filmed with Michelle Obama at the White oh. House. Not all of us, uh, you know, just, mm-hmm. I think one, I don't even know if a host went. It might have just been Chica. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, because there were like four people who played Chica, I don't remember which one got to go, but I'm sure it was like a mega. I mean, again, the constant like little bits of competition that were there. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're the one that got to go be with Obama or Michelle Obama. <laughs> Total jealousy. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys have any uh, segments that uh, that come to mind for you? Oh uh, my gosh, definitely. One of the things I I've obviously remember is you know bir- the birthday card. Segment. Yes, the birthday cards, um, of course. I always like to dress weather. Yeah, to do like user generated content i freaking loved like yeah, i always yeah. read through as many birthday cards as possible because i was like this kid's gonna have to wait 365 days to get this <laughs> i know <laughs> i would freaking i would fly through those cards sometimes but i tried to make each one special so uh-huh. try to like say something specific to be like Oh, John, you're turning two. That's so happy birthday to you. I love your shirt. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, oh, happy birthday. You're four. Look at you and your mom. Who cares? I mean, I did care. (laughs) Very much. I cared very much. It was just like, I 
It's like, oh, my gosh. oh can I squeeze <laughs> one more in here? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, you know, you know, three of us are not just you know big Willis fans, but we're also big Barney fans as well. And I know Barney was. Oh, Barney's been on there. Yeah, I was times. gonna mention yeah. that. I, I, yeah. yeah, I was, I was gonna. Yeah, where segments with Barney, and then I got to go. We did a thing called the Mall Tour, where we went mm -hmm. to yes. all these different malls. Yes. Did like live yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With Carrie Stinson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie Stinson is again an incredible human being. I was able to be on the Purple oh, Podcast yeah. that he does. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah. he, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. He like also it's fun after hours getting to like hang with people and be adults together and like getting to know them more. and getting yeah. to know them as humans yeah mm -hmm. yeah and he was he mm -hmm. was definitely really really fun he and um dean who was the voice of barney oh yeah yeah right, right. right. yeah 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 was the body of barney and they yeah, yeah. together were like seemed like great friends and we would go and have martinis and just talk shop and talk life and call call like literally anyone who has kids and be like hey hey barney wants to say hi <laughs> and the more oh, cocktails, oh. the more cocktails we had the more that happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, barney's just wishing literally anyone and everyone we were calling like wish them yeah. a happy birthday <laughs> oh, <laughs> i love you wow you know he's all yeah. about love right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and carrie and dean what they've done together that it's you know Barney, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I take personal offense. You know, there are some people that try to be like, oh, you remember your Barney growing up, man? That was such a freaky, creep. You know, like a couple yeah, right. I know. I'm like, how yeah. dare you? Right. <laughs> right. No. How dare you? That is not true. You're just trying to diss on something you loved as a child because now you're embarrassed about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate it, man. It was all about love. It was all about puppets at that time when Barney first started. It oh was yeah. Like, yeah. Cartoons, yeah, but like pup people freaking loved puppets. They weren't creepy like clowns. Yeah, and, and Barney was yeah, a very educational you. show too. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that and like Sesame Street, and I know some of the Sesame folks have been on there too. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, very very That's educational shows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was neat. Um, getting to work with uh, Sesame, Sesame puppeteers, and um, oh, wow. their, yeah. just their yes. stories and the working with the legends. I mean, getting to visit Sesame Street was incredible because it is. Oh, nice. They're legends, and when when I walked into the studio to see Sesame Street, it was just like, I can't. How like I couldn't put together a sentence. It was like you see the spot where Big Bird's nest is and like all the detail that they put into everything. Inside uh, Mr. Hooper's shop, there's like right, all the props. Yeah. Everything is lined up on the wall and they all have funny names. And they're usually like about like the prop master's family or like someone from set. It's like, you know, that has like the name on the cereal is mm. their name. It's just, yeah. everything's yeah. so thoughtful. People, people in children's entertainment definitely take I mean, I, I would say people in every aspect of entertainment, but in children's entertainment, have a special love for what they do, a passion for sure. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we can definitely test that. We have we've had a ton of the current Sesame puppeteers on our show in the past. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they. Yeah. They literally like said like have that same react reaction when the first day on the set. They're like. 
was happening. What? <laughs> I'm yeah. not even supposed to be here. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Definitely. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yes. And, and, and one that, you know, the parents, you know, Barney was on the sunny side, which I can't, which I actually remember a little bit. It was where you, Chica, you know, made make the, um, the Barney's purple Hummus dip. Hummus dip, yeah. yeah. Hummus, hummus dip. dip. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I remember there was, a, there, there was a game on the, there, there was a game on the website too, I remember. Yeah. About that. Yeah. 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 yeah, you could. Yeah, I remember make... that. I don't, I don't remember, but I remember when we, remember when you. we made it on the show, uh, it was just like bright pink. I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, right. And you're like, Barney's like, purple. We can't make like, it pink. No, Barney's purple. We can't make it pink. Bright pink. It was beet juice and it was just like bright pink. But I'm like, well, I guess, I guess I'll acknowledge that it's bright pink because the kid, these kids are just learning their colors. If I'm telling right, them it's yeah. purple, they're yeah. going to go thinking this is purple right <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> interesting so another thing you did with the sunny side up cast is you got to perform in the macy's thanksgiving day parade uh, yeah. which yeah. we again we've we've talked to a lot of sesame puppeteers about that what was your experience like with the macy's parade it was Sprout, so Sprout's first year in the Macy's parade, um, I, I was there. Um, I feel like on our bus with us was someone like, because they, they basically like put you in a holding area to keep you warm. And it was like a bus. And it, it was like someone like Imagine Dragons or someone who like at the time was coming up, but not big yet, but is like insane big, you know, insanely big. <laughs> Um, but it was somebody like that. And, uh, then to be on the float and you're, you're floating down and, you know, Sprout is a, was a preschool cable network. Like not everyone knew who we were, you know, it's not like you're seeing Mariah Carey come down the, the float and like everyone knows who that is. Right. Or Sesame street, everyone knows. So a lot of people did know who we were and a lot of people didn't, um, so occasionally people would be like, who are you? <laughs> They'd like shout at us That's as we're funny. down the road. And we'd be like, hi, we're, read the sign, read the sign. <laughs> we're Sprout. <laughs> um, but it like, like when, you know, stop me if I'm like repeating things other people have said, but I'm on this float um, and you're in front of these buildings and it's like 10 people deep because it's the whole sidewalk. And then it, you get to where one of the roads open up and it's, you're looking perpendicular, you know, you're perpendicular to a road and all of a sudden, boom, you see hundreds and hundreds, thousands and thousands and thousands of people backed up. And then all of a sudden that road, you slowly pass it and boom, you're back to 10 deep and you can like focus on people. And then the next one, bam, it opens up again. And there's just thousands of people down and you've got people in the windows that you're waving at. Like I easily get overwhelmed and I always fight through it. No one, like whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I'm always overwhelmed. People are like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. I, but I freaking, I am high functioning. <laughs> but I had to, in that moment, like remind myself to just stop and breathe and like exist looking out at this moment and just remember like, how does this feel? How do, what are the sounds? 
what what is the temperature how like what do I see right now and it's one of the most visceral memories of my whole life because I took so many times to do that on our trip down to the the square to do our song and dance nice definitely nice oh yeah and um and Wanda I actually do remember this, like the one of the Sprout like specials that you're actually a part of. I think you both might remember it was actually called Cheer in the New Year. Yes, it, it, it was Cheer you. Yeah, it, it was it was um you're at the UME tree, Nina and Star. Yes, 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 yes. We went to the treehouse. Yeah, it's right. a beautiful yeah. set. Oh yeah, yeah. I completely oh, forgot it, about that. It was beautiful. It was a really beautiful set. Yeah, I, yeah. That was the only time I got to go on the Goodnight Show because we were we were mourning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Goodnight Show was night of. People associate us with like wake up time. So if we were there on the Goodnight Show on a regular basis, I'm sure parents would have been like, "Great, now my kid's awake." Singing <laughs> 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 the birthday song like maniacs and whatever, but right. yeah, <laughs> on, on, on UMH we went like nighttime or something. Right. Yeah. 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 Gosh. yeah, I kind of funny enough because because I actually remember the uh, we're three of us. I think I feel like you both might remember too the, the Sprout Scramble Sprout Scramble Day. So uh -huh. it was a good night show at first. Oh yeah, yes, time, that's uh, right. Uh, I forgot oh, about yeah. that. And then the last one it was Sunny Sub Show. Wait, wait, wait. I, 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 I remember that. That was April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah right. Day. I was gonna yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Fool's day, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Wow. Wow. I, I'm trying to remember if we performed that. If we taped that live, if we taped that in the morning, or if we, I think we taped that in the morning, but we might have performed that live, streamed that live at night. I don't remember because our show was live and the Good Night Show was pre taped. Mm, right. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. In fact, <laughs> yeah. the little, you know, I just love telling insider stuff. Um, so Nina, you know, always wore the same pajamas. And when I was just starting out, because her show was there before ours, before the Sunday Setup show, and she was like, oh my gosh, I have to wear the same pajama pants all the time. Every time we film, I have to wear the same thing. And so as they were building our show, they were like, we really need to play up that this is live, that when people write in, you can read what they're sending in. And uh, me and Kevin were like, well, the number one way to do that is to make sure we don't have to wear the same thing all the time. <laughs> Please let us change our clothes. So we each had like a couple different shirts and a couple different pants. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am freaking wearing my jeans from the show right now. They let me keep them when I left. Really? Wow. wow. Yes, wow. I am freaking wearing them. I mean, they were very high quality. They spent a lot of money on these jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I am freaking wearing them. They're like my backup comfy house jeans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's wow. Wow. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even though, so I know we kind of you know, brought this up earlier, but you also starring and wrote for you know Sunny Sub show spin-off, the Chica show. You know, what was it like getting to work on that? Yeah, that was that was super, super surreal. Just being on that set i mean the set was i think even larger than the goodnight show set um yeah it was huge um 
and the the people that we brought on the whole team i mean you know there were 100 people there making that happen on a daily basis i became really good friends with my makeup person i had my own dressing room i mean all the stuff that just feels when you just get totally taken care of <laughs> you feel like a little princess um and it, it felt like that and then just creatively forest harding is an, uh, one of the most talented people i've ever met um he was chica for the chica show for all of the chica show his comedic timing his kindness and generosity as a performer is just off the charts and that just makes anything satisfying and then uh the people who played mom and dad um uh we all played ukulele all of us all four me forest and mom and dad all played ukulele and wow. so in between, in between sets we would like go up to our dressing room and just like come up with harmonies and we called ourselves the ukuleers <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny and laying eggs laying eggs was the joke um yeah we've had their puppeteers on too i think jennifer barnhart and john yeah, kennedy see. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, very talented they're, individuals love those very talented. they're, they're, they're amazing very too they're, yeah. they're really yeah. awesome yes Do you, and can sing so yeah. beautifully and mario lopez too like oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he came, actually came and we had a big um, production or a big promo day together. He came to set. I mean, it was just he just did VO, but he came to set for a bunch of like promo pics and stuff. And uh, they basically were like, hey, Kelly, we're going to film you showing Mario around the set, around the shop. It's like, OK. And I... I mean, I grew up watching Saved by the Bell, like incredibly formative years. I mean, I don't think I knew what it was really to have a crush on a boy yet. A little too young for that, but I <laughs> knew I felt I knew I felt something. You know, there were I it was like one of my first like, why do I feel squishy right now? Um, when I'm you know when as a kid watching Mario Lopez on Saved by the Bell. So, um, he comes to set. I'm like, okay, I'll show him around as they're filming, and we go over to. But there was this place on set that we called like um the bunk bed. Um, there was like a chicken, two chicken nests, one up, one down. Um, on one of the side walls and I'm showing Mario around and I was like and here are our chicken nests there's the top and and the bottom um are you a are you a would you be a top or a bottom Mario which is a um very usually a question that people uh that's a that's a um a dirty question to ask right and mm -hmm. um I didn't even and so Mari and I had this long conversation about being uh, top or bottom and um, <laughs> on camera. I am blushing right now, even thinking about it. It was so mortifying afterward. Like the PR person was like, so I can't use any of that. And I was like, what are you talking about? She told me, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I just, I just about melted out of total embarrassment. Um, but fortunately Mario didn't notice. Uh, I didn't notice um, because we were both in such an innocent mindset. And, um, yeah, but meeting, I mean, he's just, yeah, he was like so beautiful up close and I'm like, how you're, you're, you're just, yeah, you could just do this and just kind of keep looking. at him. <laughs> so do you have any uh, favorite episodes of the Chica show? So I've been watching them with my daughter, um, because oh, now, nice. um, guys, it's been wild. Oh, cool. It was such a interesting experience to sit 
yeah, to sit her down and to have her watch. So I'm actually watching episodes I had never seen work, before. Because yeah. there's 52 uh, episodes. I had never mm-hmm. seen some of these before. We bought both seasons. Yes, I had to buy them. I don't know how I could have gotten them otherwise, but I bought both seasons of the Chica show. And um, we've been watching the episodes. I would say um, there's a Halloween one where we become Claymation. Yeah. That's rad. Um, I wrote, I think, a total of eight of the episodes. Um, And so that's fun to see how those came together. Uh, There's one where um, uh, we're cheerleaders. That's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think... I don't, I don't know any of them but as as we were leaving each the shop each episode that we filmed Forrest and I would walk out of the shop and like talk about what we were going to play next time those were never scripted Forrest and I would just always riff and I was so good at understanding Chica by that point that if Chica would go I want to be a pirate I would be like you want to be a pirate our matey and then Chica would be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, there are a lot of good ones, yeah. Yeah. So aside from you know, science option and Chica Show, you also perform Patty on another block, Pierce Sprout and the Sprout Sprout Sharing Show. What well, you know, what was that block like? Oh, that yeah. was so much fun to do. Well, they had actually cast someone else um as the role of Patty, and I was gonna play just this stage mice, which were just these five little mice that was a glove hand where each finger was a different mouse. And um they yeah last minute this puppeteer was just not able to bring it and they were panicking because literally it was friday filming started monday and they were like kelly can you come into the office and i was like oh no am i in trouble (laughs) oh no they brought me in and uh they said can you if you were to play patty what voice would you do and i was like oh no why are they having a hard time figuring out the voice for patty okay well i guess i would be like oh like really soft and sweet and fun and so maybe like that. And they were like, okay, do you think you could do that for a long time? And I was like, yeah, I mean, of course, it's the spreadsheet. And they were like, okay, great. You're Patty. <laughs> Show up Monday. Oh be prepared to be wow. Patty. <laughs> oh. It's like, all right. <laughs> then I got to do Patty for a really long time. Yeah. They were there for years and it was so much fun. That's where I met yeah. um, Jonathan Judge, the director, Jonathan Judge, who is Guys, he has directed so much stuff from your childhood. You have Yeah, to- his name kind of rings a bell, yeah. Jonathan yeah. Judd. Yeah. He even, I mean, now he's like directing like everything for Nickelodeon and and he's incredible. Um, he and I, he has directed a couple things, a couple of my sketches that oh, nice. I've done. Yeah, um, but he and I became really good friends, but he directed that and, and then Ali Eisner, who... Uh, puppeteer did not voice um chica's mom on the chica show for season two but um uh yeah they sorry ali um they uh, puppeteered chica's mom and then um yeah jonathan judge is incredible so i met him doing that and he was just to die for and ali directing was to die for and for forest play got to play some of the characters and yeah again an incredible group of people that we fortunately all had like multiple skills and abilities which is also so true for you know Carly and Caitlin and all these all these people that like once they found their core talent they were able to use us in a lot of different ways and getting to play Patty on the sharing show is a is a prime example of that 
Absolutely. And I know um, going back to uh, specials a little bit, I'm not sure if you remember, but you also got to work on a Sprout's holiday special, Preschool Musical on a Stick. What was it like working on that? Very interesting concept. I just recently Mm -hmm. found the DVD of that here at my house, but I don't have a DVD player. I don't know how to play it. Wow. That was, yeah, that was, it was all about crafting. You know, Sprout was all about having that like crafted, do it yourself feel. Oh yeah. Um, All about like families co-viewing, families watching the show together and playing together and making crafts together. So that was supposed to be an, an, an homage to that. And yeah, I mean, just mostly like sing. I just loved whenever they would give me a chance to belt and sing like I'm on Broadway. And that one, hmm. that gave us a lot of opportunities to do that and puppeteer and yeah, it was just silly. It was just silly, goofy fun to be like, you're paying me for this. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. For, you know, go back to, you know, Sprouse sharing show. It's, I, you know, we, 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 we remember that, you know, segment too. It's, it's just, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> cause and, and, and funny enough, you know, you know, Kevin also, you know, did Ricky. Yeah, that yeah, that's so, right. So that yeah. was so that was awesome. <laughs> and the stuff between takes was always to die for, and that's part of why we were so fun on. So I would say that's true about any creative, any creative yeah. show or creative anything that's done. It, if you are able to have those creative juices flowing and having a lot of fun in between when the camera is rolling, I mean, obviously not like <laughs> interrupting flow of production, like like. Mm-hmm. but when it comes to comedy or things that like you're allowed to have that freedom because obviously if it's a drama when you show up like sh- shut up while everything's being done and the cameras roll and you better be able to deliver but when it's comedy and especially like what we were doing in that in that um context with just the fun playfulness in between we would just be goofy and have fun like ali when ali was directing season two we did like bathing suit on top of your clothes day where all of us while we're filming are wearing our bathing suits on top of our clothes just to be goofy right yeah wow (laughs) that's crazy that was i've also never seen you guys all just sat there and stared at me like what (laughs) 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 but i will say you know i I miss i miss sprout sprout was uh, definitely a huge part of my childhood same here same here guys i do too (laughs) (laughs) thank you likewise (laughs) actually i remember watching uh i think the three shows i watched like actual shows that i watched the most were probably the Wiggles, well, actually, for the Wiggles, Barney, Sesame Street, and Zabumafu, I think those were the uh, ones yes. that I watched. Yes, yes, yes. Zabumafu, yeah, yeah. It was amazing program for our time, and you know, Absolutely then you, amazing. and then whenever the day that you know, you know, that Universal Kids going to be, cha- you know, be like that. Well, which uh, at least uh, at least they kept uh, Carly on for a while because she uh, did. Oh uh, yeah. Sprout House and then That's a couple funny. other shows on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, oh my gosh, and you now it's Universal Kids. And I, I know Sprout will never be forgotten, Sprint, yeah. Because no, especially how much no. that program means so much to us growing up and still do today. So, oh, that's and that's where, so and, bad. Yes. Yeah, that's so cool to know. And, I, and, and, that, and that's why we're. That's one of the reasons why you know we've had you on. You yeah. Know? 
you. Thank you. Yeah, well, it was a joy to do and truly like looking at the camera and talking to it like it is a kid at home and getting to tell mm -hmm. that kid like you are special. What you learn and do and grow every day, how you do that, it matters. And the people around you are special and you are loved. Like to get to say that to a whole generation of people over and over again as my job was incredible. And it's, yeah, it's cool to know that that, that, that stayed, stayed with people. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely has. Uh, now, moving on from your work with Sprout, you wrote and starred in a short film called Rekindled. For those who don't know what that is, could you kind of describe what the short film's about and what your experience was like? Yeah, um, I wrote it based on this idea that, um, like, what if you got to revisit, like, the relationship you could never get over? If you got to rekindle with that person only to find out that they're not really what you wanted anyway. Um, and by doing that, uh, so basically this, this woman buys a deal online to rekindle a past relationship, but when she shows up to the date, he's still 16, the age that they were, that they were when they dated. And so then she gets to see him for like the punk little kid that he was instead of this like dream hunk that she always remembered him as. And she was finally able to move on. Nice. And uh, I know you also appeared in a number of other uh, TV series. Some include uh, Blackish and Grey's Anatomy, which are also two uh, very long running shows. Can you kind of talk about working on those? I mean, great. I, I was watching season one of Grey's Anatomy. I was like, it was like, I, so it was crazy to get to be on it. Um, and it was during COVID. So I'm wearing a mask and was like, it was yeah we all had to be super socially distanced um it was wild but the inc just an incredible group of people really really kind really cool um and to get to see the like inside the hospital studio area it's like th these are the halls these are the halls that these people have been walking down for 20 years <laughs> this is so crazy um again it's like when you go to visit anything that you're like how am I here right now um and then Blackish was one of the most like tightest, most capable sets I've ever been on. Everybody is so they just have their stuff together. Um, really, really talented. Yeah. And to to like I got to like chat up the writer um who wrote the episode afterward. And yeah, just sometimes it's just like you just connect as people. You're not talking business. That's like that's like never what anyone does when you're on set. You're just talking about your kids and talking about vacations and you know how the how your your yard has too many weeds you need to get a landscaper but you don't know how to find them like like <laughs> people are just talking about like life stuff and so it's fun to get to do that with people that you're like oh my gosh you're someone I've known forever through tv uh, definitely interesting uh so more recently you appeared on the Nickelodeon series Warped are you guys just going through my IMDb? Is that what's happening right now? Um, <laughs> calling you out on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, Actually, IMDb, how 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 I figured out? Well, I was I was just like channel surfing, and I saw Nickelodeon, oh. and I was like, oh, I have huh. I haven't seen any new Nickelodeon shows in a while, so maybe I'll check this out. And I'm like, where do I know? 
Where do Where I know that lady? Know? Oh, that's Kelly from the Sunny Side Up show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, honestly. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's, that was uh, directed by Jonathan Judd, who directed the sharing show. Oh, nice. Wow. wow. Uh, full circle. I know. Yes, I know. Yeah. So crazy. Definitely. So awesome. Yeah. yeah, that set was cool, man, because it was took place in a... a big um comic book shop really cool show i don't know if it got renewed i feel like it might not have but oh it was great and the kids on it were yeah. super talented yeah i think it only lasted a season yeah, yeah. i don't think it wasn't wasn't on for long, long. Yeah. it was me i took it down like <laughs> Kelly was gonna destroy it. <laughs> and it was probably the pandemic i mean that kind of shut a lot of things maybe down, so yeah maybe. that point yeah i feel like it could have been that could be the case it was a good show. It was a, it was a good show. So with your improv work, you perform weekly on, at you at CB. Is your own improv improv company team Ghost? You know how did how did that come about? Oh man, it, it's honestly one of the like hardest things to get into is UCB here in LA. They've I've been a mega fan for a long time ever since I so I moved to LA in 2014. Um, I've just been seeing shows and taking classes there and um, doing workshops and stuff. And then in 2018, uh, no, 2019, auditioned to be, uh, the way you like auditions to get into the Herald teams, which is the, they're like, basically they like want to showcase what their school teaches. They form these teams of people that perform the Herald at a really high level the herald is an improv format um that's been around for a while that the school specializes in so they put together teams of people that they think are at the top of the game of how to perform a herald and then i got in i got in i was eight months pregnant with my daughter oh. <laughs> i was so, oh. so pregnant and i think there was something that kind of gave me that extra little boost of like groundedness and confidence just being that pregnant you can't pretend to be anything you're not when you are that pregnant you're like this is who I am take me or leave me and so it, yeah I just went out kind of didn't 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 have a bunch of hang-ups that people normally have because I was like all I want to do is get this baby out of me so I think I was able to have a really good audition <laughs> so yeah we get to perform we perform Monday nights at UCB have a couple nice. of shows perform in regularly. There's an incredible new uh, theater improv night out here um, called the Shared Experience in in LA. Um, it's at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. It's called the Shared Experience. It's on Wednesday nights, and it is the best night of improv. I I think it's incredible. Harold uh, Night at UCB, and then the Shared Experience. Nice. And uh, speaking of uh, improv, you also work with uh, another uh, actress, Lauren Pritchard, uh, on a improv duo, Laurelie. How how did uh, how did you start that, and what's it like working with uh, Lauren? Lauren has been in so many things for Disney, um, and I yes. think people people thought <laughs> when I first moved to LA, and Lauren had been here for a long time, but they were like, "You guys both have done kids stuff. You you should." do improv together and we were like okay well we met and immediately bonded just like like both just were like rolling and both of us talk really fast and improvise really fast and so we just kind of became this little dynamic duo and on a whim entered a cage match which uh, is a common term used um 
when you put two improv teams against each other and let the audience vote to see who they want to move on to come back and perform again next week. And Lauren and I entered that at um, the iOS theater in Los Angeles, which is now gone, but it was like huge. And um, like most of the cast of The Office performed there all the time. And, oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and love The so Office. Lauren and I nice. um, entered that and won and then won again and then just kept winning for 69 straight weeks until we oh decided gosh. to retire wow. because we were like, I'm what? tired. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? How, I'm like, yeah, like, absolutely. I could imagine they not point you like, how how we keep how how does this keep on going? How do we keep winning these? Every yeah. week you'd be like, oh, oh my gosh, okay, I guess we're coming back next week. Get <laughs> 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 uh, you know, all um follow me on Instagram at Kelly Vrooms. I've uh, started to post videos of me dramatically acting out real things my three-year-old says, and it's. I posted the first one a week and a half ago and it went super viral. I would kind of given up on, I was like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, when it comes to like kiss in the ring and creating online content that isn't really good, but just gets you followers or whatever. I just don't have time and energy to do that. But I was like, you know what? This is fun. I really like want to, my kid is saying some funny things. I think this would be fun for me to do. And I think people really connected to it. And it was a good reminder for me to just like, do what brings you joy focus on what matters to you and if if other if it's something other people connect to then that's awesome definitely so, yeah Absolutely. at kelly brooms on i don't know i think everything <laughs> <laughs> so to anyone watching or listening what would you like to say to those who have kind of supported you throughout your career oh and there have been some amazing people that have you know, followed me on my following on Facebook and followed me over to Instagram and all of it. Um, I, you know, it truly, when I am making anything or doing anything, or even like here's, I'm talking to you guys, I'm also thinking about like, those people are in my mind as like, I'm talking to you. I'm making stuff for you. I, I am so thankful to get to do what I do and to, have people that have worked with me before want to work with me again so much. I mean, pretty much all the work I get is people who've worked with me before. And um, that it just, it, it is a family that I feel I'm building in my life, like a chosen family of, of people, whether I know you or not, like just to know that, that I'm someone that people connect with and that I get to connect with them through what I make it. I, I could not ask for a better life. I feel I feel incredibly blessed by that. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's wonderful. Absolutely. And, and your, and your Instagram your website and everything else will be in the description down below. So people can follow you or connect. Yep. Yes, Perfect. absolutely. So to end this off. So the last question that Matt's about to ask is the question that we ask all of our guests at the end of each episode. Yeah. Matt. Thank you. Of course, this podcast is called Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Yep. When you th when you think of nostalgia, what do you think of? Or in your own words, how would you define the word nostalgia? Nostalgia for me is a feeling about um, things that that made me feel good before I could identify that 
this is making me feel good. It's, it's like this, like, you know, I think of like places I felt safe and entertainment that, um, made me laugh or that I just couldn't wait to get back to. It's this like inexplicable, like quilt of memories and experiences that whenever I think of them, I, I feel the warmth of that quilt. Oh, definitely great, great words then, don't well, Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This was a blast. Yes, yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes, Just keep going. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Perfect. Yes, thanks, thank you. Yes, thank you. Being a part of our thank lives. You. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, for what you, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely enjoy your time with Kelly Vrooman, folks, but it's goodbye from us as well. And as always, yes, yes. what do we say, Jake? Amazing time. Okay, Vrooman, yes. Keep nostalgia alive. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Nostalgia alive. Amazing. Nope, so it's coming right. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show interview. Be sure to follow Jake and the crew on social media and stream the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember to keep nostalgia alive. Bye-bye.